TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. This is Crash and Fourier on WEEI. Get Boston Sports Original on the go wherever you go. Just download the Odyssey app. It is noon straight up on a Friday. It's kind of gross outside, isn't it? Uh, it's not dumping rain. It's just gray and yick. I just expect it. You know, it's weird, though. The last couple of days, though, I actually I was I had to wear sunglasses to drive home, so the sun was out. I was impressive. Like, wow, it was so cold. But the fact that I can put my sunglasses on makes me feel like I'm somewhat in a warm climate area-esque mm. type place, mm. other than the rain, which this is a good day in Seattle. What we're dealing with right now. Oh, yeah. This, this is, is a nice like day. Nothing, this is a nice there, yeah. day in Seattle. Like, um, you're like, you're going to the beach. If it's like this, I'm a uh, I'm a little surprised to hear you talk about uh, needing to wear your shades when you're in the passenger seat on the ride home. Well, you know, I, I want to. I mean, I like to be driven around. I mean, so it's fun. You're like you know? Greg Hill, yeah, like per- exactly. Minus a lot of other things, but yeah, that part, yes, I'm like Greg Hill that <laughs> in that way. Five less kids, <laughs> <laughs> financial freedom. Yeah, there's all that stuff. Right? House in the, in the seaport area. Oh, that is true. Yeah. Uh, don't forget the shed in Maine. <laughs> oh, or, that's right, right, the shed, multiple right. homes. No, no, the shacks. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. just let's downplay right. it as I know. It's just a little hole in the wall. Did uh, <laughs> did Wiggy confirm that they're getting on uh, Air Hill on uh, Monday? That the private jet will be waiting beside Mister Crafts down in. Uh, or, or no, they probably go to Hanscom, I would think, oh, instead oh, yeah, of yeah, going yeah. out in, of, uh, uh, what, Norwood? Norwood would be the, the yeah, easier yeah. place. but Probably that's... out of Hanscom be a little easier, maybe, yeah. you know, to get to the uh, Hillijet, mm-hmm. and then everybody go down there. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it's only it's probably a smaller one, too, because, like, uh, Courtney's already down there. And they're not bringing chimes, so they're, they're not bringing that. Back there is not real. Well... <laughs> I think she would be welcomed uh, on the hill of helicopter. Yeah, on the no on guys. The hilli- let me let me talk to the her. The hill of flight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, Wiggs, I'll handle this. Don't worry. Crazy white girl. I got this one. <laughs> <laughs> I know just what to say. <laughs> Curtis is in the back with just like the the eye things on. Yeah, so I trying to, to sleep. I really wanted to introduce Curtis to Samoa Joe, considering uh, Curtis made it sound like uh, all people who like wrestling are like booger eaters and people who don't get it. Because, you know, my retort to that would be, yeah, the 300 million people who've watched The Rock's movies sit there and go, oh, well, he's only that wrestler guy. I mean, really, 
Big box office star. Nah. People sitting there watching in the movie theater, picking their nose. You know, I really want Because it's to, just a wrestling guy. Well, I wanted to add... Well, that, that's... You want to get slapped for real for real? Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Like, listen, you were teasing me yesterday. Like, I would... There's not a chance in hell I would have challenged his profession and mock it by saying something so stupid. Yeah, yeah. Because if you watch... Well, his runner- is more on the, oh, if you watch that stuff, you're a something, something. And yeah, because, a guy, you know, we can't... Like, people that are wrestling fans couldn't delineate the difference between Mercedes Monet, who's going to debut at Big Business, which is what we were trying to dance around yeah. talking about, versus her being in The Mandalorian. You know? I, and I would say, um, like, what's the difference between, like, watching that or, like, you know, Housewives of it's New York? All, it's all storytelling. It's and, just their physicality. That's all. And... um when uh, gambling is a discussion as far as, you know, WWE, I'm sure AEW will be part of that at some point in time. You can bet on these matches. You can bet them offshore. And I know they tightened it up in Europe a little bit because there actually was at one point in time, and you talk about a real, like, deep gambling thing. Whenever the overseas markets were taking bets on on pro wrestling much more consistently – there was someone, there was like a mole within WWE who at one point was sort of leaking on a Reddit page what was really going to happen, and it actually started to affect the European betting markets. So at one point in time, they had to shut it down. There's a there's a legendary story, apparently, that when Vince McMahon found out that somebody was leaking all this, he literally changed every finish. Like, this was before, mm-hmm. you know, got exposed to being, like, a, a duplicitous person. <laughs> but, like, yeah, but I, the, honestly, though, the U.S. will never regulate it. We'll never be able to go on an app here, I think, and realistically be able to kind of wager on that. It's like wagering on how's the movie going to end, you know what I mean? Like if you, yeah, yeah, it just, it, it oh, doesn't correlate. I'm watching correlate. the Titanic. I'm going to bet on this one. I know how this one's going right. to end. But that's the thing. Like in <laughs> Where's the, the red herring? Yeah, it would be like, oh, the boat sinks minus 50,000, you know? And there'd be somebody who would be like, oh, I want a dollar by doing that just because they're being silly or whatever. Um, we are waiting for Alex Cora. He is uh, scheduled to uh, join us from Fort Myers, and that uh, will happen. Foyer, yeah. I know that... Uh, Jason Tatum did some talking over the All-Star break and uh, did sit down with Malika Andrews and had uh, the one-on-one as well. And, um, well, there's a little deeper in that because it feels like the MVP market is coming into shape and the odds are slowly shrinking for Jason Tatum, but he's clearly not one of the favorites to win the MVP. So if you think Tatum could steal the MVP, now is the time to go make your futures bet on it. Uh, but this was Tatum talking about that award. I won't have the points per game that, you know, the other three, four guys will. But I think, you know, the voters are smart enough to understand the dynamic of our team, you know, essentially having to do less, you know, scoring maybe on certain nights, uh, but still impact the game in a lot of ways to, you know, kind of ensure that we win every single night that we're in, you know, first place that we're trying to be the best team that everybody on my, on the team feels valued, right? That is, it's not just about me because, you know, I'm going to need everybody, um, you know, down this stretch, you know, we're going to need each other for what we're trying to do, um, you know, to try to win a championship. So, um, he also mentioned, uh, later on in that, in that clip, how, uh, 
I'll paraphrase this, that he feels like the, the voters will kind of see it the same way too. Like the voters, I don't know if I've ever seen uh, an NBA <sighs> professional basketball player win the MVP um, and really having to lean on how he impacts the game and how he's unselfish to make sure you know everybody knows they're important on the team. Well, a lot of guys who are the best player on the team with the best record – Normally, their top player, if they have the commensurate stats, they're in the discussion more than Jason Tatum has been. Well, I think, you know, the voters are smart enough to understand the dynamic of our team. So See, what is that, what that to me, that's the, that's the nugget, though. Well, yeah. That's the, that's the money shot. No, what he's saying is, is that I could average 30-plus points a game. I could get all these numbers, but I'm much more interested in winning. So what I think Tatum's trying to get the voters to do is to look at his year in context. Okay, so the and last that's clip, never the, the last, and that's my point. So yeah. do you like Nick? Give it to me one more time. Just the last clip about the voters. Well, I think you know the voters are smart enough to understand the dynamic of our team. Okay, are the voters smart enough to understand the dynamics of their team and kind of? you know, adjust their vote accordingly because of the dynamics of the team? Uh, they won't adjust their vote. They will recognize the dynamics of the team, but I don't think it curries him any favor in getting some MVP votes unless there is. I mean, I'm just trying to think as I'm, as we're working through this Christian, the whole, what, what could happen in the next, you know, 25 games that would really sway people and the only thing that I could think of is if the points come down, but say Tatum over, you know, the rest of the way averages a triple-double, let's say, to where maybe he's only at 22 points a game, but the assists are way up. You know what I mean? There's just maybe a shifting of a balance sheet a little bit. That's the best thing I can come up with because it doesn't feel like, in terms of the MVP, Tatum is a needle mover. And that's not denigrating him. It's more reflective of the voting body. And it, and you're right because I do think it kind of has the feel of the of the Heisman, at least for him. Right? He's one of the best in the league, top five, six, whatever you want to call it. And I almost feel like he needs a Heisman moment, right? Where he plays against a really good team in the East that uh, you know that allows them to get home court advantage. That you know against whoever, right? Would it be Milwaukee, who's not? who's struggling right now or the Knicks or or Miami or Cleveland any of those teams that he's they're just so much better than everybody they're seven game lead on Cleveland that doesn't help him either that's my point because there's no like because what there's, you're there's nobody of, there so what you're uh, sort of the road you're going down is Cleveland's two games back and they're on a heater and they come into TD Garden and Jason Tatum has to be the one to slay that dragon. Yeah. So and he have does a fifty it. point yes. performance. So there, hey, yeah. we really they so the storyline turns into oh what well, they really need this for this. Hey, the Celtics really need to close this out for that in order to achieve this. Because it's a regular season award. He he will get no credit for the postseason. For anything that he does, regardless if he plays good or bad, it's a regular season award. The votes will already be in. So I, I think it's so because I disagree with them. I don't think they are smart enough. I don't think they have the you know what to kind of admit that that's important and and give it more value. They'll look what Alexander is doing. They'll look what Doncic is doing. They'll look at uh, um, Jokic and they'll look what he does. Yeah, the dude didn't miss a shot last night. Mm -hmm. He was like eleven for eleven. Like it, like and you can't attach anything to Tatum's name as far as hasn't been done since. 
which also helps players win the MVP. Um, you know, James Harden, like he has lots of those. Uh, Westbrook won the award for all the triple doubles and double doubles that he had. I, I know that Tatum wants to check the box of being an MVP. I understand it. But the one that's more important is the championship. I, I, I don't care if Jason Tatum ever wins an MVP. But if he hangs two banners here, we will never, ever forget the guy. And it's more valuable. And that's yes. Yeah, it's more valuable. So he's handling it the right way. I, I, can, I love the way he's handling it. Well, he's handling it in a way where he is uh, he's trying to sway the voters. And know, oh, yeah. it, it is a little... It is a little selfish, but there's no one that's going to be able to speak for Tatum better than Tatum. And what he says is not wrong either. No, it, it, and it is weird, but he's basically politicking in a way. He's yeah. like, hey, listen, um, I know what the landscape looks like for all the great players in the league and what the MVP voting looks like, and I know my numbers don't stand up to these other guys. I can list, at least, can list at least four of them. But they need to know that we're trying to win a championship. But sometimes mm-hmm. I take a step back. Look at last night. Who was the player of the game? It wasn't me. It wasn't Jalen. It was Derek White. He's the fourth most important person on this team, and he had the best game. Uh, here are the current odds for MVP in the NBA. Jokic minus 140 is the favorite. Uh, SGA, Shea Gilgis Alexander plus 220. Luka Doncic plus 650. Giannis plus 1,000. How is that still there? Tatum plus 2,000. Plus 2,000 for Tatum on the MVP. And this year, he is a better candidate than Giannis. And Luka's always going to have numbers. See, it's really funny. The NBA MVP argument is ass backwards sometimes and bass backwards sometimes. So you look at Tatum, and Tatum's got to stump and stand there and be like, hey, put my season in context. You know, add the layer that I can't in your thought for voting. And then people look at Luka and just go, well, they're not losing because of him because he's averaging over 30 points a game. So with Luka, there isn't the high-level winning, but I think people are like, well, he's not the problem. But with Tatum, it almost feels like, uh, now nah, you're sacrificing too much for all those wins. Yeah. And, like, we respect the fact that you'd like to win a championship, but if you really want to win this award, you got to be a little selfish on the way. It's, yep. it's two guys. Yep. To me, Tatum's got the better case, but to the outside world, it's going to be Luka. It, absolutely. And I would say, you're right, like, okay, so how do I pad your stats a little bit so at least when these – when all these voters go to the you know uh, NBA uh, play uh, reference whatever it is, uh, they will sit there and they will say, "Wow, um, who have, who gets the most points per game?" Well, it's Doncic. It's uh, you know uh, uh, Alexander. Here, I'll, I'll literally it's, uh, pull up stats right now. It's Doncic. It's not. It's not Jokic though, because he's like outside the top ten. When I, last I looked it up, Luca's at thirty four point. Three a game, uh, SGA 31-1, Giannis 30.8, Don Mitchell of Cleveland is at 28-4, and Curry is at 28.1 points per game. So, like, Tatum isn't in the top five. And I would say... And there are a lot of voters who will just be like, well, he can't be MVP. I'm telling you, they'll look to OKC, they'll look at that one of the youngest teams in the league, 
could possibly be the best team in the West. They have an opportunity to be the number one seed in the West where there's more good teams in the West than there are in the East. Mm -hmm. And you sit there and go, this young guy is doing this, traded from the Clippers. They couldn't figure out a way how to use him. They shipped him out of town, and now he's taken over the league, and he's the leader of the youngest team in the league? I I mean, it's, it's a little hard to kind of ignore, even though Tatum, if you were in a court of law, you would think that you could sway the jury. I'll tell you what it is. When he gets the championship, it then changes things for him within the MVP voting. He'll instantly be a, a candidate every single year. Exactly right. So, in in a way, now I know that uh, Jokic it was doing like crazy things at his size, so he was viewed as a bit of a unicorn, and that helped him. But being a champion also helps him be a perennial contender, and I think that's why for Tatum, focus on winning the damn thing this year. People respect your game enough. People across the game know how good Tatum is. That's why he's first-team All-NBA, and he's an All-Star, and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, uh, but at the end of the day, the guy needs the championship to, I think, kind of jack up those MVP odds consistently. 617-779-7937. Looks like we're uh, getting Alex Cora loaded up please here. Please hold for Alex Cora. That's the way they do it. It's like he's the president. Hello, Alex Cora on the line, please. Oh, yeah, so he has his Bears? Who I think he's got a Bears. The call. We should and ask him. He's got to have a Bears. Alex Cora is with us on the Harbor One Hotline with uh, Gresham Fourier. Uh, uh, Alex, first of all, uh, good afternoon. And do you have a handler who will do the, <laughs> uh, yeah, Mr. Cora will be with you in a moment. Please stand by. And then there's like some, you know, music. Hold, hold music or whatever. No, that's going to be in 10 years. They're going to have somebody like that in 10 oh, years. Oh, there you go. 10 years, that's right. Wow, you'll still be a young man. That's I like <laughs> that time. Hey, listen, if you're hiring, I'm looking for, I'll am looking i be looking for a job by then. <laughs> <laughs> so, Alex, uh, I guess just open any question in a way, just your first kind of uh, thoughts on the way spring training has opened so far. Uh, so, so uh, obviously, you know, we haven't played yet, but uh, I do believe that uh, we're, we're more athletic. Alex, we're, uh, we're going to have to put you on hold, unfortunately, Alex. If uh, I know you can hear us, Billy, we'll try to pick him up and uh, – See if we can uh, see if we can get uh, Alex Cora into a uh, into a little bit of a uh, He's in the better. Dugout. Well, I put him in the uh, or I put him on hold, and hopefully, uh, hopefully, we'll be able to kind of figure it out. Maybe he is in the he dugout. Needs, I don't he know. needs a handler. See, that's the problem. He needs oh, a handler now. So there's no yep. so there's no Fourier there. No, there's not. I'm not there to yet. To make sure that he sounds I'll, okay. I hold an umbrella. Stuff. It's, it's too right. sunny outside. Uh, now we got uh, Alex back. Uh, Alex, go ahead. Now we got you. Yeah, I, I do believe we're more athletic. Uh, we should be able to play better defense. It starts with Trevor at short, right? But, uh, you know, in the outfield with uh, O'Neal, Abreu, Duran, uh, Rafaela, uh, you got to see Rathnider. He he looks really good. So and, uh, one of the main goals uh, this, uh, this spring, obviously, is play better be- defense, move a lot better out there as a unit. And um, so far, it's been good. Uh, we have changed. A lot of things about our defensive program, uh, more individualized work, one-on-one work, you know, trying to to 
you know, make these guys better. You know, Rafi, we, we got to, you know, keep keep help, helping him develop as a player, get the, the whole package. That's one of the things that uh, Craig has talked from day one. Uh, the player development part of it doesn't stop at the big league level. We got to continue to make these guys, uh, you know, uh, the best version of themselves. And if we accomplish that, we're going to be in a good spot. Alex, I know that there are some roster decisions to be made at the end of spring training, and I'm curious from your end, like, how does someone like you sort of approach these early days of spring training? Are you hands-on? Are you walking around? Are you observing? Like, how are you sort of taking in your information early on here that will lead to either lineup decisions, opportunities, or final decisions being made at the end of spring training? Yeah, one of the things I've done differently this year compared to to my other four or five, whatever it is, uh, I spend more time with the pitchers. Uh, we got a new pitcher pitching structure led by Craig Breslow, Andrew Bailey, uh, and Justin Willard, and it feels really good watching uh, how you know uh, detail oriented is the whole thing. Uh, I'm loving it. The information provided for each individual it's been eye-opening and it's been fun. Uh, as far as the position players, we got to be very careful because we, we got to make decisions, uh, especially in the outfield. Uh, everybody knows that uh, we, we have to decide how or what we're going to do with uh, Sedan Rafaela. Is he going to break camp with us and play center field or he's going to go to uh, AAA and keep you know, getting better uh, as a hitter? Uh, whatever we decide there, then, you know, it's the whole, like, uh, domino effect or it's, it's the puzzle, right? Then, okay, Rafael is here. Then what are we going to do with corner outfielders? Where are we going to platoon with certain guys? So those are tough decisions. But uh, I, I feel like breaking, you know, going through to Seattle, the, the, the outfield unit is going to be uh, a good one, uh, more dynamic, dynamic one. And one that uh, is going to, first, thing, first things first, we're going to play good defense. Second, uh, in the offensive side of it, we're going we're gonna to be very aggressive. We're going to have some, some, some good athletes that are going to put pressure on the opposition, especially in the base pass. All right, so we're talking to Alex Cora. He got a big game at 1 o'clock against, against Northeastern. I saw that lineup. Didn't recognize many of those names, Alex. But – um, based on like you know where you're at right now, and I know this is like you know asking a lot um, because we we know the the normal names like the names that everyone's always talking about that are already on the roster, guys even from last year. But is there a couple guys that you think like maybe non roster invitees who maybe make this opening day roster for 2024? Are there are a couple guys that have sta- uh, that have stood out to you. Well, I talked about Benitez, Jorge Benitez, left-handed pitcher. Uh, we. He pitched for Seattle in the minor leagues last year. He's here with us. Obviously, Joely now, we, we just signed uh, two days ago or yesterday. He has a shot to, to win a spot in, in, the, in the bullpen. Justin Slayton, a uh, rule five guy from, we got him from Texas, is a guy that uh, stuff-wise, he, he, he plays the part. Physical, you know, his, his body, he, he plays the part. Now we just got to make sure. Uh, we get the, his stuff in the zone if we can accomplish that. And those are the ones, those decisions are about 
yeah, we got four weeks to to see what we can get from from Slayton. Understanding that if he doesn't make the roster, we got to return him to to the Rangers. Uh, Brian Mata, we we've been talking about this kid for a while. Uh, injuries have been part of him, uh, his his career, inconsistency, throwing strikes is the other one. He 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 looks really good. So uh, as far as uh, position players, Hamilton, uh, he's, he's starting to hit shortstop. We we saw what he can do in in AAA. He impacted ball better than in the past. The 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 speed is game changer. We we saw it at the big league level. I think defensively he's a lot better than what he showed when we call him up last year. He has a chance to to break camp with us as a utility guy. And uh, the one that I'm, I'm I'm very excited about it. And uh, you know he he's on the roster, and we got him in that big trade uh, for Chris Sale. Is Von Grissom. Uh, very physical, good athlete. Uh, he can hit for average. We do believe with time he's going to hit for average. But uh, um, I saw him today at second base, finally, uh, outside. We were talking about slowing him down because he felt something in his hammy. So we've been slow uh, taking care of him. But today he was at second base. He, he was moving well. And uh, this is a guy that uh, if we get the play that we – we envision the infield is going to be stable uh, and, uh, you know, good things are going to happen. Alex, thanks for the time. I know you got work to do. We appreciate you uh, squeezing us in. Well, I, I, I you're hey, on, you're on the hold clock. On, hold on, hold on. We got, I got to give you the update of uh, our fantasy football league. Yes. Um, Please. The seafood towers. So the seafood, so the seafood towers, you know, finish uh, third in the regular season. And uh, we crossed paths with uh, with uh, Trevor Story's team in the first round of playoffs. Uh, oddly enough, and the timing was awful, the Towers had their worst week in week one of the playoffs, so oh, they were out of it. Oh. And uh, yeah, yeah, we we <laughs> we didn't we didn't make it. Uh, it was a good season, some positives, uh, a lot of negatives, of course, but. Uh, it was one that we 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 learn a lot from our unit, right? And hopefully next year the towers can come back and um, you know hoist that trophy at the end of the season. Hey, so Alex, what is the reward or the punishment that you know when the season is over? Ooh. Like, do you guys, anybody need to get a tattoo? Like, would the winner get to pick who suffers the most? How who, does it work? Who dresses like Baby oh, Huey yeah. on yeah. a road trip? Yeah. yeah. Um. I gotta, I gotta get back. I gotta check on that one and get back to you guys. I know there's, there's a good price. Uh, who was, who won the league? It wasn't Pavetta, of course not. Uh, <laughs> right, you know what? We'll get back. We'll talk. Let's, uh, let's. Next week we'll talk, and uh, I'll give you the update about the league. But uh, hey, um, all kidding aside, you know, uh, I know. It's been one of those off-season that the topic about the Red Sox has been more in the negative side, but um, you know, these kids, this group has worked very hard to get to this point. Obviously, we got a lot of games to play. We have a lot to learn, but uh, so far from my end, the energy, the drills have been clean. That's why you can ask for now the effort comes into play, and hopefully we can give the fans you know, a good product, and obviously the goal here. It's like every year, play more than 170 games, and hopefully we can have a, 
a great Halloween, you know, in in Boston with all our fans. Uh, everybody is uh, rooting for that, Alex. Uh, good luck in that quest, and uh, I will uh, be more than willing to trade any level of fantasy advice for a little help with my mofongo rep- recipe because uh, I know you can help me with that. So I love well, it. I'm not, I'm not gonna. I'm not- I, I won't name the restaurant in Boston that is really good and it's Puerto Rican, but uh, I'll send you a text. Oh, oh yeah. They can help you with that. Yes. yes, that's yes what please. I I, look, I was just asking to Gresh for some restaurants. Uh, this will be, oh, oh, yeah, be one. That is true. Be one. My best friend's Puerto Rican, but by God, I can't steal his mom's recipe. I'll get slapped. So I got to get a, <laughs> I got to get somebody else's Alex. Thanks. Have a, a great day today. We'll catch you down the road. Thanks a bunch. Thank you, guys. Be well. Bye, right, you too. Great stuff there uh, from Alex. How about that in the very end, Alex? Like, listen, a lot of people are saying negative stuff, but we're just going to try to do our best here. It, it, the, the thing that stood out to me is, and, and maybe this won't even matter if you can't keep the ball in the ballpark, I'm assuming he's going to feel really good about his defense because he's been he's been on the field coaching it. He's oh, yeah. been out there. They've been changing. They have new drills. They have different ways of doing things. There's an emphasis on that. So, I... I yeah, find a ground ball pitcher. But honest to God, no, that's... find a ground ball pitcher. Well, that um, would be Jordan Montgomery. Well, look at that, huh? Look at look at that. Just pay the stinking man his money. Wait, what happened to Montgomery? Do we have an update? Is there? Oh, no, uh, Billy uh, oh, Brad, Bradfoe uh, has. They're, oh, they're prioritizing yeah. him. But no, he's yeah, your yeah, sinker yeah. baller that would help you. Yeah, out. that's no, what you want. The, yeah, yeah. I, I forgot Bradfoe had the. Oh, the Red Sox are honing in on him as long as his price goes down. Well, thank you for That's for that, right. Captain Obvious. I would love to go to a nice steak dinner. However, <laughs> I'm not paying 70 bucks for a steak. I'm anyway. going to get that restaurant name. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. You can stream the show or listen on demand anytime. Just download the Odyssey app. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. Say W-E-E-I's a favorite and listen wherever you go. Now, more Gresh and Fourier on W-E-E-I. Fourier's got some big deal, no big deal coming up. Yes. Oh, I do, actually. This is going to be a fun one. Um, do you ever, um, uh, <laughs> do you ever, like, send a text 
and then not close the overall text and then realize that your little voice command is trans translating everything just because we were just having a conversation. Yeah, yeah. And everything we were saying was being translated. What's to my wife, right? Because just having to be oh, on that. Oh, okay. And I, I didn't press send. Who we I just started reading. Off. I was like, oh, delete. Yeah. Imagine, I was like, sometimes that'll happen. I'm like, imagine if you actually press send by accident. Oh, people th- people man. think if they if if we voice commanded by accident half of our conversations during the break, I wouldn't and be accidentally good. sent them to somebody. Mm. Wouldn't be good. You guys on drugs? Well, that's no. well, that's another reason why to have not as many contacts in your phone, so you don't uh, have uh, accidentes like that. You know what I mean? Like uh, you don't want to. True. You know, or at least for me, uh, I will. Uh, I will try. Um, like if I t- it, 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 here's the thing with my wife, like. I would have a better chance of that happening her to me than me to her, but we would both be able to put it in context because like, it's one of those deals where it'd be like, Oh, okay. You can kind of figure it out. The other day I was in the garage and I bumped the button on my phone and all of a sudden it was like, "Eh, eh, do you want to call 911? I'm like, no, no, no. I didn't mean to hit that button, please. Yeah, you know when I got in that wreck when I got rear-ended and they totaled my car? Oh, yeah. Which was absolutely not my fault, by the way. Minding my own business. I still have the photo of you standing on the side of the road like you're hitchhiking. Yeah, amazing. Um, So, you know, you obviously have, like, whatever, like, uh, crash detection in your phone. I don't even know if you even knew this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was funny because it literally went off, like, two minutes after the crash was over. <laughs> and I was like, it's a little late. They're like, do you want to dial 911? Are you okay? Are you hurt? No, the lady's driving away with my car right yeah, now. Yeah, right, exactly. That's right. And the dude, I'm like, dude, my phone is doing SOS right now. What are you I, doing? I just, I cannot believe I pulled up on you on a wreck like that, and you were not just screaming at someone. I'm, I, you're at a that way point different time, person than First I. of all, there was 12 cars. You saw all the cars. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I don't even know who was in nah. charge. Who was in, uh, you know what it is? Those then you just yell at everybody. I just wanted information. I was going to calmly go in there and gather as much information and be like a peace peacemaker, right? Knowing that eventually somebody's going to bear the brunt of what just happened to me. But if they know I'm angry, maybe they don't give me any information. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's... You got to go in softly. Yeah. I don't... I, I, the... Uh... <laughs> When I was an intern at Fan, I did like an overnight shift. So I left there at 6 a.m. and I'm driving home and, oh, the statute of limitations is already gone. I fell asleep. I didn't tell my parents that. But when I got out of the car, I was mad at myself. So here's 21-year-old me, very uncouth at the time, emotional because I knew I wrecked a car. And I didn't like, I was able to drive it home, believe it or not. Like, I got it. I, that's the rule of my dad. I got it home. Damn it. We'll do what we need. And uh, I, when I got out of the car, I slammed the door on the side of the, like, I was I'm so mad. When I got out as the lady pulled over, actually it was the guy, I slammed the door. And, the, and they were nervous, so they locked the doors and wouldn't talk to me. <laughs> So I'm standing on the Here side of the road, and I'm just like, give me your information, damn it. Give me your license and registration. So you know what I did? I called. I, I'm like, these people aren't going to cooperate with me or whatever. And there was like a piece of paper through the door and like or through the window and then that. And it's like, I'm not going to hurt you or whatever. This, this person's name was Stoogeliel Goon. I'm real not, name. Real name. What a name. That's an awesome name. So the guy calls my, because I was living at home, calls my mom and dad at 6.45 in the morning. 
My mother thinks it's Nelson joking around. Screams, stop playing on my GD phone, Nelson. <laughs> Hangs up on the guy, and he calls back, uh, says his name again, and it went from there. <laughs> so I should have learned that lesson a while ago. It's just the, you get all amped up, and then you're, I don't know how you do it. I really don't. I don't know how you make it up and down the highway with what's going on with your life. By the way, what's the what's the update? Are you in a walking boot next week? Um, whether they allow it or not, I'm in a walking boot. I'm saying that. Okay. I that, am not. This thing is coming we, off. Can I, I am, automatically get you to reconsider? No, because you cannot. That statement I, doesn't correlate. I am Dunsky with the stupid cast. I am not. No, I am done. Billy. I'm done with it. No, I'll tell you what it is. I'm done with the scooter. That's the problem. Uh, Billy, which of uh, Fourier's scooter wipeouts <laughs> were the best this week? We had one in studio. Uh, there was one in the bullpen area, I do believe. You yep. wiped out there. Yep. Did you wipe in the kitchen? Nope. Close. Almost. Uh, Almost. You, you wiped no, out in I the, think, I think the production pre- room Yeah, today. the production room I saw today was the best one, more so because I was there for it. Yeah. So, like, when I saw it happen here, it was more like watching a tree fall. <laughs> it was kind of slow and pathetic. But then, like, the other one, like, in the one today, I kind of had my head down. And it was like a thud. It and was. Just, and it was great because his injured leg was the one that was, like, straight up in the air, like, still on the scooter while his whole frame was yeah. on the ground. And yeah, we, where's that picture my, at? And, oh, I have it. I'm, oh, we got to put that I'm, up on I'm, Twitch. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll put that out. And, of my, course, I'm talking to my wife, and she goes... Oh, take a picture of him down on the ground. Yeah. I want to see it. And yeah, like, my oh wife my, my wife was like, hey, why don't, you, why don't you guys send that out and ask somebody to, to, to hey, caption this. One of those tweets. Oh, yeah. And I was like, no, you want to make me feel worse? I'm, just, I'm like, I already feel like crap. Like, like all I did was miss the table, and I went, bam. Nothing just, can make you feel worse than what Samoa Joe made you feel anyway, so. Uh, listen, I'm, he's That's a professional. Those, those are wounds we can't see. No, no, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing, because if it was some slap, I'd say not a problem. That I would be a little irritated. But yeah, dude, this, got, he's a professional. Like I almost feel honored. He's the world. I feel champ. honored. He's yeah. He's the champ. He's the world champion. And he's making One fun of me another. and using my word against uh, against myself. I feel pretty. I feel pretty good about it. I guarantee you, he's going to use it at some point in time. Dunsky. <laughs> All right, for uh, those who follow uh, me on Twitter at the real Gresh, I tweeted out. Uh, the photo of uh, <laughs> Fourier on the ground. Oh my god! And I wrote caption this. That is exactly how I <laughs> fell. By the way, right? I didn't. I didn't move. No, I didn't, you like, were I didn't laying there. I just laid. That's how I fell. And you also did not uh, defecate, defile, or do anything to the stain on the wall under the window. That <laughs> is disgusting. My, my wife goes, "What? what? Did, it's like I farted." Yeah, she's like, "Did <laughs> somebody like do something there?" And I was just like, "Oh yeah, I don't. I'm like, ah, I don't know what it is." Uh, Bill Smith used to be in that studio. He's a dirty creep. That is probably him. That is <laughs> that's like that's here like four years. coming to America Soul Glow when they are all sitting down on the couch and they get up and there's the stain. What I really appreciate about this is a you're smiling, but b and Billy and uh, Nick, his foot never left the scooter. That was my ch- that was and my chance. He kept it up. Yeah, and kept it elevated. Was, that was something. That I was like the other Roman Christian rolls in. He goes, "I fell again." <laughs> yep. I'm just gonna admit it. It's just I I I'm telling you, it's the scooter that's the problem. It's not the operator. No, not user error. They who built this stupid thing. Uh, the lamest excuse you have ever heard on why a coach failed. Big deal, no big deal is next. 
A-U-D-A-C-Y. Type that into your app search, then download. Gresh and Fourier on W-E-E-I. If he hits it with his stick above his head. You're not going to like it, but the call on the ice was correct. No goal. Oh, that's some good uh, description there from <laughs> Garrett Ray. Oh, big deal, no big deal. That's right. So you heard the announcers. That was uh, from uh, the St. Louis Blues were taking on the New York Islanders, and the St. Louis Blues were just beating the tar out of New York. They had three goals in 32 seconds. It was 4 nothing, and they were about to go at 5 nothing. They had that. Uh, there was a penalty on a goal. It was reviewed. So Garrett Rank, my new favorite referee in all of sports, uh, gave you, you're not going to like this. Big deal, no big deal. Very big deal because it's awesome. It is. What a great job. We always <laughs> worry about the or we say these refs don't communicate enough. And this guy gives you the hey, I'm sorry, but we were right. And it was funny because it just I, I didn't recognize the guy's name or but doing some research on him, I remembered he also had this call, Gresh. Remember this one? Two minutes for roughing. Florida number 12 has two minutes for roughing, and then every player on the ice has a 10-minute misconduct. <laughs> Florida will have a two-minute power play. I love it. Oh, I love it too. I do love the fact that even like I can't remember who the ref was in in the NFL. He gave it was the whole you know uh, 10 yards for giving him the business. Or was that was that no, hockey no, or football? No, no, no. That was football. Oh, that, that was, was football. That was um. Can't remember who it it's was. It's not Johnny Greer. And it wow! It was an older official. I used to know the it's name. It's almost of like this he did. I'll pick this up. On number ninety-nine of the defense, after he tackled the quarterback, he's giving them business down there. That's a fifteen-yard penalty. That is that. I don't know. That one may be better. Ben Dreith, I think oh, it might have okay. been. Is that who it was? Yeah. So I this, think. So this guy, Garrett Rank, I mean, I guess like this is part of his, his shtick. This is part of the, what he does, and nobody cares about it. Everybody likes it. I think more guys should do it. Wes McCauley used to do it, and Wes McCauley was great. He had the uh, five minutes for fighting. Well, guys, five minutes each for fighting! <laughs> I like it. Hey, what listen, was that about? In, in the NHL. It was at a Bruins game, too. It was a fight, so he sent both the guys to the box, and he got yeah, five right. minutes for fighting. What a shock. There was a Bruins game where there was a fight before they took fighting out of the Wes game. What a shock. Wes McCauley was doing a Bruins game. Well, yeah, exactly, but the... Um, you know, the, I'm okay with hockey refs showing a little personality. Me too. You can't do it in the NFL. You really can't do it in the NBA. I mean, the most you can do is a hopped-up travel call, like you see with uh, some of these uh, college refs. You know, like, uh, mention to a PC Fryer fan the name Ted Valentine. They'll go off. Ah, I digress. Okay. Well, okay, so um, do you remember the security, the sideline security guard that Nick Sirianni had with the Eagles, and his nickname was Big Dom. Big Dom, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Remember that he got in a little altercation when they were playing against the 49ers? A little shoving. Yeah, a little shoving. Uh, there was a play that went to the sideline, and Big Dom kind of kind of was mixing it up well, a little the bit. player kind of, yeah. And they both the got kicked engaged. out. That's right. They both got tossed. And they escorted Big Dom off the field. Okay, mm. so we mentioned about the tease, right? The lamest excuse of why uh, a team failed. So, um, Oh, boy. Since... So once he got removed, the Eagles went one and five. Okay. And <laughs> according to NFL reporter Derek Gunn, Nick Sirianni got into a number of arguments with members of his staff and players on the sidelines after Eagles head of security, Big Dom DeSandro, was suspended from the sidelines after getting into a physical altercation with 49er linebacker Dre Greenlaw on December 3rd. DeSandro, the team's chief security officer and senior advisor to the general manager, was obviously escorted. 
The story is that the reason Nick Sirianni became unhinged and they went one and five and lost their playoff game is because Big Dom was not on the sideline. Big deal, no big deal. Mm. It's almost like he needed like a support animal and he couldn't interact because Big Dom couldn't play traffic cop. I guess I'm a little dubious of the report in general. Why? Uh... Didn't he come back for the playoff game? He yeah. came back and they still lost. I he came back so, and they, yeah. no, they lost. Yeah. No, I thought I was just watching some of the video of him separating Devontae Smith and the 49ers player. Uh I'll go with it's a big deal because it's an excuse. I just I don't trust the reporter. Okay, well, I will say that's this. A me thing. What is well, see, to me, if that's fine, but you could also say maybe that's a big deal because this is a way for them to kind of diminish like his worth as why, a head coach. Why would they just not blame Matt Patricia like everybody else does? And no, he's they the used that up. That, oh, you mean the, he can't oh, be the fall guy anymore? Oh, he can't be even down nope. there. They made him DC. Nope. And it still didn't work. No. Nope. Yeah. Look, uh, I have a funny feeling that Nick Sirianni is showing us he's much closer to the goof that we saw in the initial press conference. Then this alleged genius who's about to take a team to the Super Bowl. But come on, man. You I got to have can't a be fall guy in the crew. Thank you. That's what it is. So Big Dom is just taking the hit right here. No, hey, well, I can easily me. see Sirianni going, hey, listen, I once once they kicked him out, like I didn't know what to do. I didn't have anybody to lean on. I kept getting into arguments and, and no one would listen to me. Big Dom was a regulator. Do you think if uh Pete Carroll after after his firing was like, Yeah, I didn't have Frank Mendes on the sidelines, you know, like, nah. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I didn't have an old line. All right, last one because uh, win with Ed Ellis. Did you ever play uh, EA Sports College Football? Oh. Did you play it? Oh, okay, that's a yes. orgasmic. Okay, that's a yes. That then. game used to be amazing on uh, PlayStation. Okay, so they're make lots of news, lots of information because it's returning. Um, and college football players from all 134 football subdivision teams can opt in today to be part of the be part of it and mm-hmm. for that Gresh each player will receive $600 and a copy of the game big deal no big deal it is such a big deal that these people are still robbing these kids and i love ea sports and i really like their products but the fact that ed o'bannon went through all of this for it to turn into oh here's your copy of the video game and 600 bucks Here's what I, and this is where the players have tried to unionize and it's never going to work because it's public and private uh, universities. But what you do is you try to negotiate for a, a, a piece of the sales. They, they're just like, here's 600 bucks in your free copy. Now get out of here, kid. If they could find a way to come together, it would be, no, give us a percentage of sales to chop it up. But, you know, I'll just be like, I'll be like everybody else, though. I'll buy the game because I love running the triple option in, in that college football. So let's take Wofford to the national championship. Oh, game. dude, I would always do that. I take like New Mexico and build them up and win the national title, right? And then like, oh, I can't wait for this uh, deal to come out. I mean, Christian, when you think about it, you go all the way back to 93, right? When I was at like URI or whatever, Bill Walsh College Football. Like, that was one of yeah. the first games that 
it all morphed into, which is really now the EA Sports College Football and then Madden. See, here's the thing. Like, just doing the math, if there's 134 teams and uh, let's say roughly 80 guys on each team. I know some teams have more. There could be. Mm-hmm. But in roughly 80, uh, 134, 600 bucks, you're looking at what? Like over $6 million, something like that, that each team that EA Sports is going to have to pay out. One, I would say... 90, 85% of the guys that are on the 134 teams out of the 80 don't deserve anything. Like, I mean, take your 600 bucks and shut up. You mean they should just be lucky to uh, to be where they are? No, there's a, you know how it works. There's guys on that team that they will not, they'll be represented, but nobody's playing that game to, you know, to highlight the left guard. I'm sorry. Or, you know, the free safety who plays at, you know, uh, Kent State. For them, it's a lot of money. Yeah. So they can opt out. Now, the higher-end guy, the top, like, what, 1% in college football that could easily say, no, give me $1 million, those guys just won't be represented. They'll just have their number like they did when they kind of got rid of name, all that stuff in the in the, in the the beginning of it. I'm fascinated as to how this whole EA Sports latest game is going to land. They're going to opt in. Well, no, no, no. I'm talking about from the fan standpoint. Are people going to rush to this thing, or have they forgotten how awesome the game really was? Here's the other aspect of this. Back when it was popular, Mm -hmm. the players stayed. And they and so if you had Johnny Manziel, you're like, oh, I can't. If you right. had Warwick done, oh, I could be Warwick done before you could update the game on the fly. Yeah, new like, rosters these or guys whatever. Are gone. They, so you have no idea who's good right now. I, I can't remember the game, but all I remember was in either like I, I don't know, ninety five, ninety six, something like that. URI had made it into one of those oh, games, really? but it was all sixty four bit. So it would, it would say, like, the number. So, like, Nelson was 62. I was 68. And all you would see is 68 waddling to the line. It was like all the... It was like I'm actually amazed early, they, they paid attention. Early form. Oh, they, I think they put, like, 30. I think the IVs and some others made it in there, like, early on. But it was, like, way deep in the game, I guess. Like... You have to know. really look yeah, for it. Yeah, Now, are you kidding me? Now they're like doing full, like when Caleb's in it, it'll be like, oh, that looks like Christian. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 